asymmetrical faces. Have you guys ever done one of those, um, it like flips your face and you can, and you can see to what degree your face is symmetrical? Because apparently symmetrical faces are really attractive. My face is not super unsymmetrical, but it's not symmetrical, you know? Nowhere near as bad as some of the ones I've seen on TikTok, where it's like two halves of a person's face come from two different people, but, you know. I wonder if there are people out there who get plastic surgery specifically to make their faces symmetrical. Surely that happens. Asymmetrical, not unsymmetrical? What did I say? Oh, I guess I said unsymmetrical, my bad. Do I get recognized on dating apps? Do I get recognized in my dating app? Of course not. It's like 95% of my audience is male. I'm only looking chicks, looking for chicks on the app and only within a certain radius of me. Now, it would be impossible for there not to be at least one chick in a radius of 100 kilometers of me that um, uh, would recognize me. But the odds of her also using the app that I'm using and also being presented with me on the app, like it's astronomical. The odds are one in 7.5 trillion. Exactly. I would just have to mod my dating app to, to improve my luck. <laughs> Kessler syndrome. Have you guys heard of this, this fear of um, there being so much debris in the um, outside of Earth with all the satellites that are being decommissioned and, and all that jazz that they're worried there's going to be like a chain reaction where two bits of debris are going to hit into each other. There's going to be endless different little splinters of rock or whatever. Or, and, and, and rock, debris, bits of metal, da-da-da. And they're going to um, move rapidly faster, like, like, faster than bullets or whatever, and just create more and more as they, they hit more and more stuff, creating these huge debris fields that is moving so fast, smashing into everything, and we'll lose, like, all the satellites in the, uh, that we use for telecommunications. What's it called? Like, it's, 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 it's Kessler Syndrome. I was watching something on it recently. Sounds fucking terrifying. And as is always the case, no one wants to be the guy to have to fix it. Because it's, uh, there's not a lot of money to be made in cleaning debris in the, what do you call it, atmosphere? Stratosphere? What, what, what's the exact word? One of the spheres? And no country wants to be the guy who has to be the one to uh, spend the money to solve it. Sure, you would think, well, the countries that put the stuff up there should be the ones that take it down, but who's going to force them, you know? Lower Earth orbit? <laughs> Everyone just gave like 50 different answers. <laughs> Upper, lower, middle Earth space orbit. Like, I have seen a map of what to call the different levels of uh, outside of Earth, or whatever you'd call it. Um, but I can't remember that shit. I guess one problem with our economic system is that maybe it's a problem with humans in general. There's not always a lot of will or profit in preventing problems. There's usually a lot of will and profit in solving problems, you know? It's funny that I say that and we're going up to this guy here who's talking about how he's going to be putting bugs in a person's house to to get, make a problem that he can fix. <laughs> we have a hard time cleaning up our own trash down here on Earth. Space won't be cleaned anytime soon. Oh yeah, but you don't understand about trash on Earth. Um, there's no trash where the people who have the means to to clean up the trash live, you know? The trash, ex trash exists somewhere else 
the poor people's problem, the the people who don't have the power or influence or money or whatever to, to clean up the shit, that's that's their problem. Space, like, rich people own satellites. Rich people use satellites. Governments own satellites. They use satellites. It's the o only reason that this might be solved. It's just, no one wants to be the guy who blinks. No one wants to be the person to dedicate their wealth, their political influence, to get this solved. I mean, on a political level, the average person doesn't know about this crap and, and doesn't give a shit. It's not going to happen, man. So why waste your political capital to try and get it done? You would both have to be trying to convince the public that it's an issue that needs to be solved and that they should vote for you so that you solve it, um, as well as actually solving the problem. And as a rich dude, um, you know, you got one satellite. What's the other your satellite being the one to get screwed or whatever, you know? What if you just wait for another dude to solve that problem? It's pretty easy to prevent Kessler syndrome with today's reusable rockets. I thought reusable rockets were like not super fleshed out yet. Like what's what's the most use what are what is the most reuses that SpaceX has gotten out of their rockets? Nine? And how much maintenance and repair is required? Nine seems pretty good. It does sound reusable, but I mean it ain't like a car kind of thing yet, is it, you know? It is like a car. Look, if I could only use my car nine times, I would not be using it. I meant like a car in terms of its reusability. When you can uh, use a car day to day for 10 years and be, be fine with a little bit of maintenance. Why I morally can't support Logitech anymore. So a long, long time ago, when I was a small content creator, um, Logitech reached out to me and they would uh, give me stuff like boards and mice and stuff. Um, presumably, like, you know, just to build a relationship so that, you know, if you ever get larger content creator, you, there's some promotion there. They never gave me any, gave me any money, never asked for any reviews. Um, they just said, look, like, tweet that you got this or whatever. And so the problem with getting multiple items from a seller is that you can see when boards and items change. So I would get myself uh, a mouse and then I would I'd go, oh, can I have the same mouse? Like a year and a half, two years later, they'd send me a new copy of that mouse and it would be amazingly worse. It'd be made of weaker quality um, uh, items. It wouldn't feel as, as rugged. You could shake it and things would jiggle around and stuff. And um, I don't think Logitech is the only people who do this. And I, like, I think what they do is when they release the item the first time, it, it's like the brand new, amazing, amazing quality stuff. So all the reviews are amazing. And then slowly over time, they replace parts of the, the, the products with basically the same, but slightly cheaper um, materials. So people, unless they're doing direct one-to-one um, -one comparisons, won't notice, and it's not like they're going to be re-reviewed, right? Uh, so, so I've I've experienced that with Logitech, receiving items from them continuously over the years. But it's gotten worse now because the most recent board that I received, like, it, it's it's awful. Not not only is it just amazingly worse than the first one I received, the the Logitech Tangilas, that they're now doing this thing where they no longer will put the keys in themselves and test them. So once upon a time you had, you could buy yourself a Logitech board with red keys or blue keys or whatever. But now what they do is they sell everyone a blue key keyboard and require you to replace the keys yourself, right? These are all blue keys because I've used all my red ones. And when I got the board the first time, a significant portion, I, I don't know how many, a significant portion of the blue keys already in the board were all double-stroked. As in, if you press it, it can more often than not press twice. 
I, I was I was staggered like, oh, well, I'm gonna use the red keys anyway, so who cares? And so I put in the new red keys and like a 30% of them also had double stroke. And I'm, my, my board here now is, is like, I know like 40% blue keys and 30% red keys because so many of the fucking keys double strokes, both of the blue and the red. Staggering. This this amazing amount of cost cutting that Logitech has to be doing over these years. I don't know why they're doing it. Are they are they running out of money? But the, this decline in quality is unacceptable. Like I, I, when when this board is dead, I'm going back to Corsair, and I haven't used the Corsair board in five years. But at least I got to test something else because this this is un, like I morally I can't support this shit anymore. Over the years, I have said, hey, I'm using Logitech boards or supported the company in some way. And if I if I don't say something about this, I I, I will feel guilty about it. Because some of you are going to buy Logitech boards with the expectation of quality and it just doesn't exist currently. I don't know how this fucking happens. What is double stroke? Double stroke is when you press a key and it, it presses two of the key at once. So you've done one input, but it does it twice. Um, fucking staggering. Okay, so... Let me see if I can find myself another red key somewhere because my O key is a blue key. Um, what's what's another key on this keyboard that I don't fucking use very often? I don't use F12. Maybe that's still a red key. Ah, oh, that's still a red one. Okay, so we'll put. Okay, we'll hope. We'll hope this one doesn't double stroke as well. It's it, it, it's become this game of trying to only put blue keys in the keys that I don't press very often. It's incredible. Like I'd buy myself a new set of keys, but you know what that costs? $70! $70! Once upon a time, you could just buy whatever keys you want in a fucking keyboard from Logitech. Now they're like, oh man, gonna get pay that premium if you don't want blue. Who the hell uses blue keys? What's the point of double strike? It's when the keys have been designed poorly. It's a failure in the um, manufacturing process and or the um, quality control process. It's been My nostalgia for World of Warcraft. Sometimes, guys, I will get recommended videos from World of Warcraft and I'll get the biggest wave of nostalgia wash over me. Like, I think if I didn't become a professional streamer, professional streamer, I would still be playing World of Warcraft today. In the same way that I, I have most of my life, where I'd play it for a long time, get sick of it, quit for like six months and come back and stuff. And like, I don't think I ever consistently played non-stop, except me when I was very young. But, uh... A part of me wants to see what they're still doing with the game, but I know it's shit. You're still trying to get all the achievements? I was doing that back in the day too, it was such a waste of my time. I probably like WoW Classic. I didn't play WoW Classic, um, at least fully. Like I was like level 30 or 40 or 50 or something when the next expansion came out. And besides, like my mentality towards gaming is, is different these days. Like, I don't have a lot of time to waste, you know? I'm not looking for a time sink, I'm looking for something engaging and enjoyable. Kept WoW interesting to me was just, well, both the sunken cost fallacy in that it's like, well, you know, I've invested so much time into it now, uh, I may as well keep going. Or, um, and it w won't be, like, I would have wasted all that time if I don't keep going, you know. And, um, uh, achieving goals. In, in anything where I can achieve goals and be like, yeah, I did the thing, uh, I'm, I'm pretty satisfied with. And World of Warcraft just had, like, you know, endless infinite goals like uh, your ability to complete the game is effectively nothing you know the amount of time it would take to actually complete world of warcraft get all the achievements get all the top gear um max out every single character like you you couldn't do it in the amount of time before the next expansion came out you know
answering honestly when a person asks how your day was. I had an interesting experience yesterday, chat. Had this chick message me on the dating app I'm on. And she asked me, like, how my day was. And I was like, should I be honest, like, with what I did? Oh, she, she asked me, because she asked me, like, what did I get up to today? Because what I did was edit and play Heroes of Might Magic 3. <laughs> and I'm like, nah, fuck it. If, uh, my, my hope is to find someone who also happened to play Heroes of Might Magic 3 when they were a kid. That's, that's my goal um, in dating. I was like, yeah, I got to play this game from my childhood for the first time in like a bajillion years. It was goddamn wonderful. Blast from the past. Don't think she ever messaged me back, but uh, that's the break sometimes. But I'm sure over time I will get uh, more annoyed with that. And eventually I'll just, uh, well, not lie. I'll just be um, selective about the truth. Oh, yeah, you know, I, I just did some stuff from my childhood that I enjoy or whatever, you know, just brush over the details. I should do GTA RP. Can I pretend to be a person who really, really likes Heroes of Magic 3? <laughs> Do I have a max age that I would still want to be a streamer? Matt, you have a max age for being a streamer? I mean, if you're 60 instead of streamer, will you be happy with that life? Absolutely. Like, it is hard to imagine that I will still enjoy streaming to the same degree that I enjoy it now, 30 years from now or something, you know? It isn't inconceivable, but I can't work 12-hour days, seven days a week for the rest of my life. You know, I, I can't do that. Everything doesn't need to be a social media. I am frankly tired of all these programs that now require you to have an account, to sign in, to give your email address, and all this stuff. I hate it. I remember when NVIDIA GeForce Experience or whatever started to require you to log in and stuff, and I was just in, in, enraged. Like, Everything doesn't need to be a social media. You just run a virus check. Would you like to share it on your Facebook wall? Good job. Here's 10 achievements for updating your fucking driver for your graphics card. Do you want to tell your friends? Focusing on the negative. You know the worst part? One of the worst parts about becoming a content creator is it becomes so painfully obvious to you how bad you are at focusing on positive over negative. I know it's meant to be a thing that people are generally hardwired to do, uh, apparently, where, you know, the negative stuff kind of stands out or whatever, because the stuff that needs to be addressed, where positive stuff is, you know, it, it, it's doing what it's meant to be doing, it's, it, everything's good there, blah, blah, blah. But it, like, because I'm sure you've heard many YouTubers talk about it, how you can get a thousand good comments and it's just like the one that's negative that stands out. I can have thousands upon thousands of people who love my content and give me nothing but praise and, and wonderful stuff and then just a small minority of people who call me a shithead and those are the people who stand out. And it's fucking disrespectful to the people who are kind to me, you know? It's annoying that tendency. It's a very hard thing to override. Yeah, only just Jay. Like, uh, it, it does seem to be a tendency that people have. It's not, it's not just a me thing. But it's something that you really wish you could just overwrite. And surely some people are able to do so, right? Because there are some people who, in the majority, get negativity. But just focus on the, the positivity, you know? I try not to blame YouTube when a video doesn't do well. I am sincerely disappointed that the latest Noisa video, like, I don't even think it hit 20k views. Like, when, vi when videos do less well than rambles, they're not doing well at all. And I can be like, oh man, bloody YouTube should recommend it more. But the click-through rate's terrible. 
Like, of course YouTube isn't gonna recommend it more because the, the people aren't clicking the video. YouTube is doing exactly what YouTube should be doing. But it's just, uh, people don't like the content. Although, I could argue that, uh, YouTube is serving the video to the wrong people. And that's why the click-through rate's low. And so its algorithm should come fucking better. But I mean, when dedicated Noita channels get, like, 50k views on a video, I can't really expect, um, my just playing the game to even get that, you know? Receiving criticism. How much constructive criticism do you receive and take to heart? I am very self-critical. To a fault, I would almost say. Most of my life has been spent beating myself up for um, real and imagined slights. And it's something that I've had to grow out of. Um, it's very rare that a person comes to me with criticism that I haven't myself reflected on and either dismissed as unwarranted or um, taken in and tried to change myself on the basis of that criticism. At the end of the day, I don't do much with my life. There's not a lot that you can criticize me for. I edit videos and I live stream. That's it. There aren't like many facets of my life and interactions with others that you can, um, that you can find criticism for. I live a very simple life when it comes right down to it. Ambivalence on snow. It's 6th of April and you have 20 centimeters new snow. Would I like to swap? Nah. As much as I think snow looks really cool, probably feels it as well, I think living with snow would be terrible. Last night, I accidentally left the air conditioning on, um, 20 degrees, and I didn't tuck in my sheet at the end of my bed, and so whenever I would move my legs, uh, I get like a heaps of cold air, uh, and it actually kept me up. But I was too lazy to go and tuck in my bed or fix the air conditioning. Well, partly because I thought the air conditioning was was on the correct settings and I just, uh, you know, didn't think about it. But it contributed to me losing sleep. Now, I can only imagine actually living in cold weather, how often I would uh, be unable to sleep because it's too cold. Hades and Hades speedruns. Matt, what happened to you playing Hades? I played it for like 11 hours. I was like, well, that was fun and I stopped playing. I did see a speedrun uh, what would it call a blank file speedrun? Who who is it? Is it GameSpot or IGN or something that does the developers react to speedruns of their games? And the developers of Hades reacted to a, a first attempt brand new save file for Hades. It's, it's pretty interesting. Like you have no upgrades, no additional health, no nothing, and uh, it completes the game. IGN, yeah. I think I saw on GameSpot like... Uh, Bloodborne speedrunner reacts to viral Bloodborne clips or something. It keeps getting recommended to me. Isn't that something that TGG does? Reacting to viral uh, GTA 5 TikToks or something? I would like to find the 50 most viewed GTA 5 clips of all time and watch those. Even if not for content, because I'd be curious what was in them. GTA 5 is 8 out of 10. Do you think GTA 5 stealth mechanics should have been deepened? Absolutely. As I've said many times before, GTA 5 does nothing amazingly. It does everything like good. There's no individual aspect of this game that is, oh my god, this is amazing and uh, crazy and cool and this would never be improved upon. It's just, yeah, there's no real bad part of the game. Everything is done well. 
It is the most 8 out of 10 game I've ever seen. Graphics are pretty strong. They're not that good. For, like, a lot of it, a lot of I think the problem was is it was limited by the hardware of the 360 and the PlayStation 3. And, of course, it was limited by being on a console. So you can't have, like, ridiculous button, button sequences and whatnot. Like, everything has to be mappable to a controller. And everything had to be runnable, at least to some degree, on, on very weak hardware. The game is fucking unbelievable, considering how old it is, though. Like, if you compare this game to um, Watch Dogs that came out around the same time, it has... Watch Dogs arguably has better graphics, at least in some areas. Um, Watch Dogs has uh, better scenery in terms of uh, that you can destroy trees and whatnot. There are certainly things that Watch Dogs did better than GTA V. But there's things that did worse, you know? Do you think games compromise to get into consoles? Uh when they're made near the end of the lifespan of a console absolutely ne right now not really except in terms of um mechanics and stuff because obviously you can't do mechanics that require fine point pinpoint accuracy for a console because all you've got is a joystick you can't have 78 different moves to be bound to individual buttons because you've only got a handful of buttons on a uh, on a controller but then again you wouldn't want to overcomplicate the buttons on pc either you know my top five favorite games. My favorite game? Uh, it would probably go GTA V, the entirety of the Dark Souls franchise, the entirety of the GTA franchise, and then Heroes of Might Magic 3. I, st I don't think Noita hits my list of best games of all time. It's definitely like a game that I really enjoy. I saw a video today that there's another boss in Noita that I didn't kill. It even has a machine gun that you can pick up. The question is, do I go back and play it again? I just wish people actually wanted to watch Noita or wanted to watch Heroes of Mad Magic 3. It's the big difference, guys, between me and, like, the actual popular content creators. The people, like, I don't know, Lyric or something, who can just stream anything they desire for 15k viewers or whatever. Minimum. If I could purge one social media from existence, which would it be? Matt, so if you could delete a social media from existence, which one would you choose? Oh, Facebook. 100% Facebook. Goddamn. Purge Facebook from existence. You hear apparently um, a bunch of personal data leaked from 553 million users or something. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.